With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to this Monday morning, another Let's Ride podcast. I'm Jeff Hartman, your host and the co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Happy Monday, everyone. I know it's Mondays. I know that a lot of people dread Mondays. You know, for me, I'm excited for Mondays. It's a new week. It's a new chance for me to go out there and uh, just live life and enjoy life, if you know what I mean. And so here we are back on Monday morning. I hope that this gets you off to a good start. Maybe you're listening in the afternoon, in which case, I hope you had a great day. Nonetheless, we have a lot to talk about on this Let's Let's Ride podcast, which, by the way, in case you didn't know, it's every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. This runs at 5 a.m. on your audio side. Anywhere where you get your podcast, simply search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain. Find it, subscribe, follow, do whatever you have to do so that you don't miss a thing. That is key. And it's not just my show. It's Dave Schofield's Steelers Stat Geek on Thursday. It's the live mic with Michael Beck on Tuesday. Those are only found on the audio side. You can't get them on YouTube or anywhere else. Now, with that said, I also want to remind you that BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things Steelers. Many listeners don't realize that this podcast and this podcast platform is actually an extension of that website. So make sure you know what you're doing. Make sure you're out there getting all the good information, the latest news, film rooms. I can tell you right now that on Monday, today, you're going to be getting a great breakdown on Dwayne Haskins by our own Kevin Smith. We're going to have a lot of good commentary, a lot of news this weekend, and of course, there's going to be a lot of chatter about the upcoming Super Bowl, but I'm not talking about that today. I'm not talking about Tom Brady back in the Super Bowl. It makes me want to puke, but I, what I am going to talk about 
And that title of this episode is, Is the Steelers' Super Bowl window really shut? Is it really shut? Because if you follow on social media, you would think right now that you might as well just say, all right, Steelers are done. Steelers are done. Stick a fork in them. But we're going to get to that in a second. I've been starting to do this on our podcast because without there's not as many shows right now in the offseason, rightfully so. Uh, but we've been I've, I've been trying to say, oh, let's keep everyone up with, with the news. Let's keep everyone in tune with what's happening with the Steelers. And so this weekend, there was actually a good amount of news. And I want to make sure you got caught up. And for once, <laughs> finally, none of this news had anything to do with a quarterback. Well, that can't say that. It did have to do with a quarterback, but that quarterback was not named Ben Roethlisberger or Dwayne Haskins. So good news on that front. Let's get started right off the bat. Three players that were with the Pittsburgh Steelers on their practice squad in 2020 that had their, uh, they, the Steelers let their contracts expire. So you might be saying, well, what does that even mean? Let their contract expire. So the Steelers essentially, because these players had, and it was more than just the three, I want to say there were five or six total. There were players that had been on the practice squad and the Steelers could have given them a reserve contract. But when the writing is on the wall that the Steelers are not going to need them next year because of who they have on their active roster. And also, the writing might be on the wall that the Pittsburgh Steelers and the NFL are not going to have an extended practice squad in 2021. They said, look, we could sign you back, but we want to give you a chance to prove yourself with another team. Maybe you find an opportunity, and if you don't find an opportunity, we'll be in touch. I guarantee you that's exactly what was said. And so three players, they found their way to new teams, new opportunities, new experiences for them to maybe see the playing field outside of the practice squad. The first player was wide receiver Deion Kane. People forget about Deion Kane. Deion Kane was picked up by the Steelers midway through the 2019 season. You remember the Steelers had a lot of injuries to the wide receiver core. They go and get Deion Kane from Clemson out of off the Indianapolis Colts practice squad. He comes in. He's a big body, big, strong, fast. Didn't make a ton of plays in terms of statistics, but he did draw some defensive pass interference plays, calls, I'm sorry. And you had a lot of people that thought this guy could be a really good, a good, really good player and fit a certain role with the Steelers. Well, when they draft Chase Claypool, you don't really need Deion Kane anymore. And Deion Kane did play in a few games this season for the Steelers, but ultimately he was just sitting there on the practice squad, you know, hoping for a chance. And so the Steelers said, we're going to let your contract expire. Who picks him up? The Baltimore Ravens. I kid you not. The Baltimore Ravens pick up Deion Kane, and Deion Kane's going to have a chance to actually make a name for himself with Baltimore, similar to LJ Fort, who was cast aside by the Eagles. Ravens pick him up, and he's playing. He played well for the Ravens, has for the last few years. But with Deion Kane, you look, think about who is Lamar Jackson throwing passes to? You know, Des Bryant, Willie Sneed. Come on, I mean, these people. Hey, Deion Kane could find a role. He could find a role. You know, Marquise Browns. I know that. Uh, Boykins there, but still, Deion Kane will get a chance. He'll get a chance to prove himself in Baltimore. The next was a place kicker, Matthew Wright. Matthew Wright, who came in, and I thought he kicked, he did a tremendous job in lieu of Chris Boswell. When Chris Boswell was dealing with those lower body, hip, groin injuries, it was Wright that came in, and he did not miss a kick. Not an extra point, not a field goal attempted. A lot of people were wondering about his leg strength. I think when he kicked those 46 yarders and had some room to spare, Team was going to give him a chance. That team was the Detroit Lions. So the Detroit Lions pick him up. He has a new chance to maybe become a regular starting place kicker in the National Football League with Detroit. Last news that happened on Sunday, 
uh, right before the the NFC Championship game, Devlin Hodges took to his official Twitter account, and he said, hey, I'm a member of the Los Angeles Rams now. And so the Duck is heading out west. It just is funny that was the first time he started a game was when they played the L.A. Chargers on Sunday Night Football back in 2019. He's going to be going back there, not with the Chargers, with the Rams. Good luck to Devlin Hodges as he goes and tries to – well, as he tries to become a backup maybe and, and get a little bit more playing time, we'll see. he obviously be vying for time. Um, I think Blake Bortles is still on the Rams behind Jared Goff. So, and they obviously have a couple other quarterbacks. He's going to have to prove himself. Devlin Hodges might be a player that the Steelers will always keep an eye on in case they have some injuries at the quarterback position. If he's available, they might pick him up. Other news that happened outside of players that got picked up for future reserve contracts in the National Football League was the fact that Ike Hilliard, Ike Hilliard, the wide receivers coach for the Steelers, he interviewed for the Detroit Lions offensive coordinator position and the Detroit Lions chose Anthony Lynn as their offensive coordinator, which means that Hilliard will be returning to the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's good news because when you think about 2019, it was when Daryl Drake passed away at training camp at St. Vincent College. And so then they had to have Ray Sherman fill in in an interim basis. And then this year in 2020, they picked up Ike Hilliard. They got him from Washington. You would just... You would like to see some continuity being built there. It's good news for Hilliard that he was even thought of for the offensive coordinator position, and that's good news for his career. But for the Pittsburgh Steelers and in 2021, it's good to have him back. The last piece of news before we get to the main crux of this episode is that it is being rumored. This is reported from Jerry Dulac of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. He states that Marquise Pouncey is being rumored to retire, that he is supposedly telling some of the veteran players on the Steelers that he's probably done after 11 seasons. And you have to ask, what does this mean for the Steelers? What does this mean for their approach in the offseason? If he is retired, now Ramon Foster, who played with Marquise Pouncey for 10 years, uh, he knows him very, very well. They're great friends. He went on Twitter and said he doesn't think that this is true. But if it is true, what does this mean for Ben Roethlisberger? How are they going to approach the draft? How are they going to approach free agency? What is the plan at center? Is it just J.C. Hassenauer? For my, I hope not. But you know what? This ties in perfectly with the title of this episode, and that is, is the Steelers' Super Bowl window really shut? Because everyone that you listen to thinks that they're done. And I get it. I understand why you think that. People don't remember the 11-0 team. They remember the one for six in the last six games, that's the team they remember. I get it. It's the last thing that is on your mind. Ben Roethlisberger throwing four interceptions in a wild card game against the Cleveland Browns at Heinz Field is the last thing you remember. Heck, I bet if you went up and down the street and saw some Steeler fans and said, hey, did the Steelers win the division this year? Yeah, most. I would hope that a lot of them would know, but there would probably be some that say, I don't even remember. This team's awful because they did win the division. They were the AFC North champions, and you, but it just goes to show you that people forget quickly. But, you know, the, the thoughts of the Steelers being done. I mean, when I say done, and when I say that they are, I, I'm trying to think of a better way to word this. They're not going to be actually vying for a Super Bowl. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't mean done as in they're never going to win. Done that they're they're going to be... 1 and 15. I'm not saying that at all. They have too much talent on their team to be that bad of a team. But when we talk about the Steelers' success, it is Super Bowl or bust. It always has been, always will be. I don't think those expectations change at all, ever. 
But still, you look at the Steelers like, okay, Super Bowl or bust? Can this team win a Super Bowl? That's the question. Can this Steelers team in 2021 win a Super Bowl? Well, let's look at some of these factors. First, and I, I it's it's first for a reason. Is Ben Roethlisberger going to come back? Is Ben Roethlisberger going to come back? If Ben does return, then you have to think that if they're going to commit to the $41 million, and there's a lot of people on social media that think the Steelers are going to potentially give him an extension, give him a two-year extension, and that's something that I had thought about and I had talked about in earlier podcasts early in the season, but I don't know if that's the route that they should take. I really don't. I, I really do. I strongly believe that the Steelers, if they're going to be committed to Roethlisberger and he's committed to playing, then bite the bullet, eat the $41 million, and see what he can do in terms of going out there and winning some football games. Period. Okay? That's what they need to do. If he does not return, because I think if he does return, I think they'll be competitive. I think they'll be competitive in, in the division. I think they'll still be competitive in the conference. Does that mean that they can represent the AFC? I just think there might be just too many too many question marks surrounding this group heading into 2021, and Ben Roethlisberger's $41 million cap hit is just one of them. But let's say Ben doesn't come back. Well, do we need to go back to 2019 to remember what it was like when Roethlisberger was not in the lineup? And I, I do want to preface this by saying Mason Rudolph, that was essentially his rookie season because he did not play a snap, didn't even dress for a game his rookie year. He had never even played that much outside of the preseason, and he was thrust into that role, and then we all remember the concussion that he suffered against the Ravens at Heinz Field. Then that derailed his season. Devlin Hodges comes in. He plays well. Mason Rudolph comes back into the lineup in New York. He's playing well, and then he breaks his essentially breaks his collarbone, and he's out of the lineup again. It was just an up-and-down season. It really was reminiscent to me of those years between... I guess between O'Donnell and then Roethlisberger, where you really were just like, well, this guy's the quarterback now. Can he win the games? Can he get him to the playoffs? I That's what that 2019 season reminded me of. And so I asked myself, if Ben doesn't return, are they? can they win a Super Bowl? Can they win a Super Bowl without Mason Rudolph? Well, they. I'll tell you one thing they could do is if he doesn't return, they're going to have more salary cap flexibility. Whether the cap is at 180 whether it's at 190 or whether it goes down to 175, they will have more flexibility. If Roethlisberger says, "You got, you know, guys, Pouncey's leaving. I think I'm done too. I'm going to call it a career. I've prayed about it. I've talked with my family about it. I think I'm done." If he says all that, then the Steelers are going to have more flexibility in terms of free agency. We'll talk about that in a second. But if he doesn't return, I just don't know if they can contend though. It'll give them flexibility. I just don't think that this team would be able to contend for a Super Bowl. And that's what we're talking about here. We're not just talking about winning more than you lose. I love the statistic that Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season. I think that's a great stat. At the same time, I don't personally think that that's the ultimate goal. Mike Tomlin would tell you that. He said, look, we're going to chase Lombardi's. We don't care if, who cares if, if they win X number of games and lose X number of games if you're not hosting the Lombardi Trophy at the end of the season. There's more to Ben, though. 
if Ben Roethlisberger does come back, I said that I think they'll be competitive, but is he actually going to hurt the team in the long run by coming back? Think about the fact they're going to be bringing in a new offensive coordinator. We all thought it was going to be Matt Canada, myself included. I'm sure most of you listening to this podcast thought that it would be Matt Canada. Well, now that they're still interviewing other candidates, Hugh Jackson, um, I can't remember the guy that the pep is his first name. I apologize for forgetting his name. He's coming in for an interview this week. They have not named an offensive coordinator yet. And so when you think about it from that perspective, is Roethlisberger, if he does come back, is he actually going to help the team? How's How are they going to handle the draft and things like that? There's a ton of question marks that all stem from number seven. They all stem from number seven. What's he going to do? What is he going to do? And if he does come back, what's it going to look like? What's it going to look like? That That's something that no one knows. We can all guess. We can all speculate, but no one knows. Then you look at that new offensive coordinator and how that's going to look, whomever they whomever they pick up or whoever they hire. It, is it going to look just like we saw in 2018 and 2019 under Randy Feetner? Is it going to be the same old, same old? Roethlisberger's not really willing to change, not really willing to go under center more and be more of a play-action passer, not really willing to adapt his game. Is it really just going to be, hey, you're the OC, this is what I like to run? It reminds me of the scene from Remember the Titans when the coaches are in, uh, I believe, uh, they, they go out to camp, and he goes, hey, coach, I've got some plays here I think you might like. He said, I run the veer, three plays. It's like no, it's it's like medicine, just keep running, it'll work. And it's one of those situations where, is that going to be Ben? Hey, I'm the new offensive coordinator. Here's my playbook. Yeah, thanks, but I don't do that. Is it going to help or hurt? I do think a new offensive coordinator with some new, fresh ideas would be great if you have a quarterback that buys in, if you have a quarterback that's willing to adjust a little bit. Then you look at the fact that the Steelers have up their upcoming free agents. You know, I mean, you're talking Juju Smith-Schuster, Mike Hilton, Cam Sutton, James Conner, Matt Filer. And the list goes on and on and on. I could continue to rattle off Alejandro Villanueva. All these players, technically Zach Banner, he's a free agent. And you could just have, you have this so many big name players that are, they could come back, they could be gone. And if the Steelers don't have that cap flexibility, they can't sign hardly anyone. They're going to need players to restructure their contracts. They're going to need to free up some space. They're going to need to let players go. It could be ugly. It could be ugly. But you have to see if they can find a way to sign some. I'm thinking especially that Sutton and Hilton, one or the other. You can't lose both. Holy cow, you can't lose both. If you keep one or the other, then you're going to, that's that's good news. Juju Smith-Schuster, James Conner, I think if you were to lose those guys, I think you'd be okay. If you could sign Zach Banner cheap and you lose Alejandro Villanueva, I think you'd be okay. But there's a lot of questions with this team in terms of free agency. If they, ha- they find a way to sign some of them, I think they'll be okay. Here's a couple of other factors to think about. They are going to be playing a first-place schedule. I talked about this a few weeks ago. That means that they're playing the Kansas City Chiefs, the Buffalo Bills, the Tennessee Titans, all the teams that won their division in the AFC. And that means it's going to be tough. And some of those games are on the road, and it's a tough place to play, and you would you would expect fans to be back in seats next season. So when they go to Arrowhead, it's going to be raucous. When they go to Buffalo, the mafia is going to be there. They're breaking tables, probably lighting the tables on fire and jumping through them. You know how crazy they are up there. But still, that schedule is is daunting, is extremely daunting. I'll put it that way. But with that said, you know I always like to finish on a positive. 
the Steelers still do have a lot of talent coming back. Let's not forget that they still have, I think, without even even without Juju Smith-Schuster, they have a really good wide receiving core. In Claypool, James Washington would get more looks with Juju gone. Deontay Johnson, although inconsistent, can be a dynamic player. Eric Ebron's a good pass catcher. I forgot to mention in the news that Vance McDonald retired, and so they're not going to have to pick up his a club option, not that they were going to anyways. But you have talent on the defense. Alex Highsmith looks like a really, really good player. He's still learning. He's good. Looks like he's going to be really, really good because they're probably not going to bring Bud Dupree back. TJ Watts, TJ Watt. Cam Hayward will be back. Stefan Tuitt will be back. Devin Bush will be back from his ACL tear. Vince Williams will be back. They'll be able to be a, a more dynamic duo in the middle. Minka Fitzpatrick will be back. Terrell Edmonds will be back. Nelson will be back. And Hayden will be back if they decide to bring all these guys back and not cut anyone because they're a cap casualty. So I don't want people to think that, oh my gosh, that it's done. It's done. Because, you know, if they lose Juju, you know, I'll be honest. I'll be completely honest with everyone here. With all those players coming back, if, if all those players I just said that were definitely coming back because they're under contract, if they do come back. So if they don't cut Joe Hayden, if they don't have to cut Steven Nelson because of his contract and his financial obligations in 2021, if they bring all those players back, even if they lose someone like Tyson Alawalu, even if they lose someone like Alejandro Villanueva or James Conner or Juju Smith-Schuster, if they can bring back some of these players and Ben Roethlisberger comes back and Ben isn't just coming back just to collect a check, but he's coming back and he says, I will learn the offense and I will do my best to put my ego to the side and be a team player, I think that the window is still open. I really do. And it's not just me being a super optimistic guy. I am a super optimistic guy. Everyone that listens to this show, that's listened to this podcast all season, knows that I am a super optimistic guy. But I will say, I'm being honest here, if Roethlisberger can come back and he can play the way that he did prior to when they started to turn the ball over at a ridiculous clip, they will be able to contend. They will be able to contend. The defense will keep them in games. If the offense doesn't shoot themselves in the foot, I think they can can contend. So is the Steelers' Super Bowl window really shut? I don't think so, but there are so many question marks, I would not write that in pen right now. If a lot of things change between now and, shoot, just free agency, the NFL draft, then that, that answer could change dramatically. Maybe I'll revisit this in a couple months and see maybe is it changed at all. We'll see. Hey, we'll be right back. When we come back after this break, I want to talk about the National Football League, the COVID-19 pandemic, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's right. We'll be right back after this break. Stay tuned. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to the second part of this Let's Ride podcast. I'm Jeff Hartman, your host for this Monday morning podcast. I hope you're out to have, having a great day. 
Make it a great day. Choose your attitude. That's what I'm all about. And I hope your day's off to a a smashing start, as Austin Powers would have said. (laughs) I love those movies, by the way. But hey, here's the the second part of of my show. I was watching uh, the playoffs this weekend, and a buddy of mine, it's the same buddy who's a season ticket holder to the Baltimore Ravens. He's a good friend. I know what everyone's thinking. How could you be a friend with a Ravens fan? I get it. But I'm talking with him, and I brought up, I saw him in the gym on Friday, and he said, who do you think is going to win the playoff games? I said, hold on, buddy. Hold the phone. I said, you can't talk about the playoffs. He said, what do you mean I can't talk about the playoffs? I, the, the Baltimore Ravens were in the playoffs longer than this year. I was like, I don't care about that. Why am I saying this? Because he was someone that said, I don't think the NFL is going to be able to get a season in. He said, he, he told me this straight up before the season even started. I bet him 10 bucks. He owes me my money, by the way. I will collect. That's right. I will collect. But he owes me his he owes money because I said I think the National Football League will find a way to get the season in and he said there's no way. Too many cases, all this stuff, this that and the other and I said, "Man, I, I think they're I think they're going to find a way. I really do." Here we are. The Super Bowl is 2 weeks away. They've done it so far. It would take a modern day disaster in terms of this pandemic to not have the Super Bowl. Let's be honest. And they've already made a ton of changes. Like everyone that's expecting, you know, there's not going to be Radio Row. There's not going to be Media Day. Media Day will happen, but it's all going to be virtual. There's not going to be, it's not going to be the huge crowd that I think they're going to have. I believe I saw just under 10,000 fans there. I could be wrong. It's in Florida. It's in Tampa Bay, which by the way, Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be the first team in NFL history to host, to be in a Super Bowl that's in their home stadium. Pretty cool. That's pretty cool. But still, it's not going to be as as big of an event. And so with that, they're going to decrease their chances of something catastrophic happening, like an outbreak happening prior to the Super Bowl. And so I have to commend the National Football League. I don't like to do this. I really don't. I, I can't. Roger Goodell rubs me the wrong way for a lot of reasons it's the way that he handles situations like in the new england patriots the way he handles situations and just i could go on and on about how there's certain things about roger Goodell i don't like but they i'll tell you what he got himself surrounded by smart enough people because i'm not about to say that this was his brainchild because it wasn't he got himself surrounded by smart enough people that said we can do this we just have to have a good plan in place we're going to have to adjust on the fly but we can do this. And they did it. And they did it. Yes. Was there a game played at least once this season on every single day of the week? Yeah, there was. However, they got every single game in. So Mike Florio, who is the biggest, I people say it to him all the time. How do you write about the NFL? It seems like you hate it. He's the biggest, he was the biggest critic of saying, I can't believe they're going to try to get this season in. And he himself even said, wow, the NFL did it, and they kicked COVID right in the rear end. It's it's not it's it has not been an easy ride in any way, shape, or form. It is not. The NFL has struggled at times. You think about the outbreaks with the Tennessee Titans, with the Baltimore Ravens, and then with the Cleveland Browns. Even at the end of the regular season, they did have to adjust, and they did, and that's fine. These players, yes, a lot of them tested positive. Yes, a lot of them were symptomatic. And yes, there were a lot that were asymptomatic. And those symptomatic players, it took them some time to get back. Nobody wants anyone to get sick. Nobody wants anyone to die. 
But at the same time, I give props to the NFL for saying we are going to come back on time. We are going to play a full schedule, and we are going to do it in the safest way possible. They did it. They did it. Congratulations. I I applaud you. (laughs) Kudos to the National Football League, because honestly, at that time, leading up to this NFL season, there was a lot of there's a lot of cynicism. There was a lot of people that were skeptical that this was not going to go off. It was just, why get excited for the week one win when by week four this thing's going to get shut down? And I, I give credit to the NFL for a lot of reasons too because I think they showed every other league, you can do it too. So they showed the NHL, the NBA, and upcoming Major League Baseball. They showed them, you can do it too. You can get this done. You just have to be willing to put in protocols, follow protocols, adjust when you have to, you can get it done. Now, my hope, fingers crossed, is that by next season, fans will be in seats. The protocols won't have to be as stringent as they were in 2020. Um, Say what you want about the virus itself and the, the handling of it wherever you live because it's really state by state. I think the NFL deserves a lot of credit. But you know, there's something else. Yeah, I, I I did tweet this out earlier. You can follow me on Twitter at J, J Hartman, H-E-R-T-M-A-N, underscore P-I-T. I tweeted when Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk said, wow, the NFL really kicked COVID in the rear end. I quote tweeted and said, but, 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 all those people that said the season wasn't going to happen. And there were a lot of people that said, hey, I was in that camp. I'm glad I was wrong. And it, I think that the Pittsburgh Steelers especially, if you ever had Mike Tomlin in a candid situation in a candid moment and you would say coach what are your thoughts on this season i think that he would say to you if he knew that you weren't going to go to the papers you weren't going to go to behind the steel curtain.com you weren't going to go to a, a radio outlet like 93.7 the fan in pittsburgh if you weren't going to do any of those things he'd say you know what we got screwed man we got screwed so many times compared to every other team and it's no one's fault in some cases you might be able to say it was their fault but at the same time like I said in previous podcasts, a virus is going to virus at times, if you understand what I'm saying. So I think that he would have tell you, man, we got screwed. Think about every single outbreak that I just mentioned a few minutes ago. Tennessee, Baltimore, Cleveland. What do they all have in common? Who were they playing the week of the outbreak? The Pittsburgh Steelers. And it was the Pittsburgh Steelers that had to deal with moving their bye week, having to adjust their schedule, constantly being preparing and then being told, oh, the game's now? Nope. No, it's not. Oh, the game's now? Nope. No, it's not. And then even in week 17, you're you're preparing for the Browns and you're not sure what's going to happen. It's week 17. How are they going to move the game? Any? They can't move it back anymore. You move it back anymore and you're going to hinder the preparation for all the teams that are playing in the wild card, especially the Browns and the Steelers in that circumstance. I think that Mike Tomlin, in front of the, in front of the cameras, in front of the media, he'd say the, the same old song and dance. We know what we signed up for. We do not care. That's what he would say. But I think if you had him in a candid moment, no reporters, no recordings, no notebooks, he would say, man, we got screwed. We got screwed. We didn't have an outbreak. We didn't have these issues, yet we suffered the consequences. And I think he has every right to be a little bit jaded about this season. 
And I'm not here to say that the reason the Steelers lost in the wildcard round, the reason the Steelers struggled down the stretch was because of those outbreaks. No. Now, some might say because their bye week got moved to week four, then yeah, they were tired. They were exhausted. And they looked tired. They played tired. They looked mentally drained. Yeah, you might be able to hang your hat on that excuse. And Mike Tomlin would never put that on that excuse, but boy, did they get screwed. Boy, did they get screwed because you cannot tell me the team that was playing in Jacksonville then had to deal with the Ravens fiasco and then not no bye week and then dealing with all this stuff. It wears on you. It wears on you, period. But you know what? Kudos to the National Football League. Because let's be honest, if the season were to be shut down, if they would have said, we can't do this anymore, we're shutting it down, people, I probably wouldn't be talking to you right now. I wouldn't be talking about the NFC Championship game or the AFC Championship game. I'll tell you that for sure. So kudos to the NFL. For all the things that they do wrong, I think they got this one right. So kudos to them. I hope everyone out there stays safe. I hope everyone out there is having a great start to their week. Remember, I will be back on Wednesday. Let's ride Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You know how it rolls every Friday more, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday morning. Make sure that BehindTheSteelCurtain.com is your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. You know how we ended here, folks. Be safe, be kind, and God bless. Have a great day. Here we go, Steelers. We'll see you on Wednesday. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.